people all over social media are discussing this Netflix documentary called The Tinder Swindler. It's about a man who was able to trick a few women into giving him a lot of money. We're going to delve into the dynamics of that particular documentary, the relationship dynamics between men and women, uh, and whether or not the women bought into a particular type of dream and their willingness to buy into that particular type of dream caused them to be swindled. So essentially, did they play a role in being targets? We're going to break that down. Then we're going to discuss far-left media outlet Mother Jones releasing an article in which they sound very scared about the incoming midterm elections, and they seem also very upset that Republicans around the nation are taking steps towards election integrity. We're going to discuss that because it's very important and it sets the stage essentially for the left's narrative for the rest of the year politically. And then we're going to wrap up the episode by discussing a segment on Bill Maher's latest episode in which he discusses celebrities kowtowing and essentially bending the knee to China. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There's explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website that's hangingwithapes.com you can sign up for our newsletter and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop go to any major music streaming platform type in audio apes and our catalog pops up truly is the best truly is the best if you're listening to us on apple or spotify give us a five-star review it helps us out a lot if you want to help us stay independent go to our website donate an amount of your choosing and if you know somebody that is interested in the things that we talk about share the episode with them around all podcast platforms so jumping right into it a lot of people are talking about this documentary um the tinder swindler everybody uh has their take on it um originally i didn't even think that it was worth covering but then i watched uh rich cooper's video from over at entrepreneurs and cars and he was breaking certain things down about the documentary. So I was like, you know what? He's looking at it with a very analytical lens. I'm going to check it out. I end up checking it out. And once I check it out, I also find out that Netflix is going up in price. Um, So I imagine people are going to be dumping Netflix because it's getting to it's, it's getting like a little bit outrageous now for for what they offer uh but anyway uh i end up checking it out and i see a lot of the things that rich cooper is talking about and discussing in his video his youtube video and 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 a lot of things that he's breaking down and one thing that strikes me about that particular documentary and i agree with him wholeheartedly is that the only reason that people are even talking about this and it's even a thing is because it happened to women. (laughs) And as we were talking about in pre-production, this shit happens to men every day, every which way. I mean, like we, we know people personally that are getting taken to the cleaners for a lot more than what these women in the tinder swindler got got for now essentially what the 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 premise of of the documentary and what this tinder swindler guy did was he would convince women of a backstory that he was either you know he came from a very wealthy family he was uh heir to a, a, a diamond business 
uh, I, I think the name of the business was LLC Diamonds or, or something along the lines. <laughs> he he photoshopped himself in pictures of like with the the guy that actually ran and owned that company. This guy photoshopped himself in the pictures with them, so it looked like he was like so. It's like a picture of the owner of the company with like his daughter or whatever, and yeah. then the Same the son back, like to next to it. But it looked very it was like well crafted picture, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, these women like they Google him and like all the shit that's coming up is like these websites and and everything like that and it, like it authenticates the story that he yeah. tells, so you know he uh, they buy into it, and then essentially what happens is um, he convinces them of a story in which he has a rivalry with people and it, it's to the point where like they want him dead. Shit. So, uh, he's sending this chick pictures of like his bodyguard is like all bloodied up and stuff like that, and they're attending to him. All of this shit is staged. All of it. All of it is staged. And so the the first story he swings is like I'm all fucked up. They attacked me. They didn't get me, but like my bodyguard got hurt. Here are the pictures. Boom, boom, boom. Bread. And my my security team is telling me that I should shut down my credit cards because these people could track me. Can you send me money? And then that's how it starts. Damn. Now, what's interesting about it is like that though the YouTube channel Spencer Cornelia, he exposes a lot of a lot of like fake gurus, yeah. fake Instagram influencers, fake Fake people, period. So through Spencer Cornelia, if you're familiar with Spencer Cornelia, you know that there is a whole lot of fronting going on out there. Like yeah. like Fugazi ass, like look at where I'm at, look at what I'm doing. In like fact, you, have, you have people that pay, like I, there's a business where you could pay yeah. To rent like a private jet, like it's not gonna take off the ground. Yeah, but it's set up in a way where you could like take pictures in it to make people think that like you're living a private jet lifestyle. Like the level of like desperation that yeah. you have to have for people's approval is it, it, is it, just through the roof. But yeah. most people just do it for validation. In no. this case. This guy was use, utilizing a lot of these tactics to like get something out of it, so he 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 weaponized it, if you will. Yeah. Um, but again, Spencer Cornelia exposes a lot of this shit, and in fact, I think this particular story would be great material for Spencer Cornelia to cover. Yeah. Um, and there I go on on my my producer shit again, <laughs> but uh, you know you know there's also people that you pay that will have fake paparazzi follow you around oh interesting because i remember when uh when i did security downtown this guy was oh this is my business like i have like basically like you'll be eating and then like you tell me what time and then they come and they're, they're taking pictures or harassing you and like it makes you look like a lot more yeah bigger than you are and i was like oh damn that shit is wild like that they actually have companies that do that yeah that's just funny it, that's funny if, just for the idea that that like to see people's reactions yeah like who, who is it? and then the amount of people that would after they leave would come up to you and be like you know try to like fish out like who you are and stuff like that um so yeah so if you don't know now you know there's a lot of like fake shit out there yeah um, but to the extent that we see this guy take like the, and, and, and the avenues that we see him take, that's a little bit different. Like you don't see that that often. And these women, when they come across his profile, they're enthralled by the fantasy of it all like they see yeah. this guy pictures on a private jet in designer clothes nice sunglasses exotic places 
it's the dream. It's the dream. So, and, and that's why it's so hard to believe in like this this fairy tale shit that they try to sell men and like that's why i can totally understand why some men are becoming red pilled and going MGTOW because it's not really about the guy because you don't even know that guy for all you know that guy is the most rotten vile piece of shit from the picture but you're so enthralled by like the look of everything yeah and so apparently and and rich cooper talks about this in his video there was a little bit of of an investment required on the guy's part because he actually flew one of the chicks on a private jet. Oh, yeah. Shit. So I guess I guess uh, I from what I understand, which I always thought that it was a little bit more, but the the way that Rich Cooper explained it, you could pretty much like fly on a private jet for the neighborhood of like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Which I mean, for a private jet. Yeah, I mean it's pricey, but like it's like if a mother wanted to do that, like you could do it, you know. Versus and and you see why so many celebrities do it all the time, yeah. Because it's it's you it's 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 possible, yeah. You know, it's like not that out of reach, or maybe not that out of reach for me. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, but it. But anyway, it was just like, you know, I, I thought the price would be more. So anyway, this mother, like he booked the private jet. And so when he's talking to the girl, he's like, yeah, I have a business trip and such and such. Uh, would you like to join me? Yeah. And then it, it's after after that, it cuts right to her face as she's telling the story. It cuts right to her face. And then she's like. You know, and 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 I heard him say that, and I'm like, oh wow, well, that sounds fun. I've never done that before. So, bitch, you're eating this up. Like you're eating all of this up. Yeah. This, this this lifestyle, the lavishness, and and all all of that. So, you you're you you bought you're buying into this stuff. Yeah. You're it's not even about him because you don't even know him at yeah. this point. You're just buying into the the whole thing. So what's wild about that whole thing is that he and I, I I imagine it's a it's a round trip. No, what I think it is, it's like it's a one way trip on the jet. Yeah. But then I think she flies back like with a normal ticket, like a you know, a normal airline, commercial airline. Okay. Um from wherever they're at because he, I think it, that's where he starts to like spin the lie of like, yeah. oh, well, there's issues and stuff like that, and so she she flies she flies back, and then uh, while he's on the trip, and after like they spend some not after this is after he comes back from the trip, they spend some time together, uh, they sleep together a few times and everything like that. Then he's on a trip because she became very accustomed to him taking these business trips, air quotations, and. One particular night while he's supposedly on a trip, he sends her these pictures of his bodyguard all bloodied up or whatever. Yeah. Now, mind you, these pictures are, have are become sort of his bread and butter because he uses them on other women and to swing the same story. Nice. Not, not, uh, you said nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's really getting, he's really getting his money's worth of those, those pictures. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how much he spent to like have that whole thing manufactured because you get like the guy, the, the bodyguard, he's in a, in a ambulance, yeah. you know, so you had to get an ambulance, you know, so somebody, and then somebody playing the role of the paramedic. It's a whole, it's a whole production here. Dude had the foul, foul, funny crew. <laughs> but what's wild is like, it, it's, it's a production that people are not gonna, are, are not gonna question really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then what ends up happening is he's away. They lie. Uh, he's saying that, uh, like I was saying earlier, that that the security thinks that it's best that they lock the credit cards, because yeah. so people don't know like where he's at. And then he starts asking her, "Oh, well, can you send me money? Yeah. Can so what ends up happening is 
she ends up starting to take loans out to to help and it's funny because like a lot of guys online that are are sort of uh a little bit more red pill they've been like posting this guy like pictures of him or even yeah. like using dude as their profile picture and i've seen memes <laughs> memes saying like uh uh she don't love you unless she takes a loan out for you and like shit like that <laughs> and it's funny because i'll switching it all around like, i'll comment i'll be like tell him king <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid but uh but with you the know, clapping emoji <laughs> you know it's it's uh it, it's it, that's how that's how essentially he did it, and he essentially did the same thing on on three different women, and then the third one pretty much catches him up and like tells the authorities, and then they don't get him on anything like because apparently what he did yeah is not illegal because if you think about he it lied but that right that's not but illegal. like the right there's no law against that like yeah. you're yeah. I'm crying. You're giving me money. That's your choice. Yeah. That's your choice. Like, like if, if right, right now, yeah. if right now you go outside and you give a homeless man, a guy's like, oh, I'm homeless, fam. I'm all fucked up in these streets. And you give him 20 bucks and then you see him turn the corner and get in a fucking nice ass car and drive to a mansion. Yeah, damn. Damn. I got got. But like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, who are you going to what? What authority can you go to? They're going to be like, well. You chose to give him that money. Yeah. You chose to buy into what, so, buy into the lie. So what dude <laughs> ends up getting arrested for is he had a fake passport, which oh. was like it only he only ended up serving like fifteen months in jail. Yeah. Um, um, so it's so funny because bond with the because the women the women in the documentary they're so like at the end <clears throat> they get so elated. At the fact that at the fact that like he serves fifteen months, but like he got y'all for he the the first chick he got her for two hundred and fifty thousand. So imagine he spent between the jet, you know, twenty thousand dollars, the private jet, setting up the pictures, the the the, the designer clothes. Imagine he spends in the neighborhood of like maybe thirty five forty thousand setting the stage but then in the yeah. end he walks away with uh, uh 250 so that's a two hundred and ten thousand dollar return on investment yeah yeah dude's doing it right yeah that that that's uh pretty wild and the fact that like because i've always said like when when it comes to to financial stuff you have to and this is not like from men to women this is just in general see what the people that might ask you oh hey can can i borrow this or can i borrow are they responsible are they just because they're your friends does not mean that they're responsible people just because like so to me it's always been well in this case like she didn't have any reason to question it because he's a he's a millionaire so the way she's looking at it is like oh he's just in a rough time and and not to mention in the documentary they she has like the voice messages from him and she plays where he's like oh this is just a rough time but but we're gonna get through this like this is showing me that you're the one and all, all of that so, Damn, so her, he so he was really like into he, the whole like he was laying it on thick yeah coupled with the fact that she probably thought that like well he's having a rough time right now but like that the money's in the bank type shit yeah yeah <laughs> so to me what it is is like no matter who it is unless you're comfortable and willing to lose it don't don't exactly don't do it yeah but like taking loans out jesus but you know what that happens to billionaire dudes and athletes all the time it happens to regular regular joes yeah oh yeah yeah like well on a very big scale too on a large scale 100 percent. but like you know we look at like let's say like the gold digger that sells you the dream that she gives a fuck about you that she you know oh i'm here for you if if everything falls i'm still here for you and the instant that like dude is dry as fuck and like has nothing left financially well on to the next basketball player so it's like well we don't really we don't glorify we we have a title for them but we don't like it's not 
not normal. Like it was not a story we haven't heard. Oh, hundred you know? percent. Well, that's the that's the like the shit that they these chicks that has been kind of thrown at them is this idea that it's like, well, y'all were on some gold digger shit anyway, and yeah. in a way, it's true because you didn't know him. Like you, you, you didn't know anything about him. Yeah. So like you're buying into like this la the dream of like the lavish lifestyle that you're gonna have with him. Yeah. I mean that's pretty gold diggerish to me. Which whatever I'm not hating on you. Do you? But yeah. it's just it is what it is. Yeah. It's just, it's it's the same concept of as like the movie in uh uh the House of Gucci like Lady Gaga's character. Yeah. You saw from from the beginning. She's like, oh, that's dude. Yeah. And her mindset was, oh, well, I better cuff his ass because then I'm securing my future. A lot of people said in the movie, the critics said that, you know, it was a drastic change for her. But from the beginning, I could tell, like, based off of how she acted. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Because she was just like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, but critics did have that to say about the movie. Like, oh, they didn't like how she just switched to the bad guy. Or Yeah, I uh, I remember reading that that yeah. or, or, or seeing a review, maybe IGN or something. And, and I thought that was totally off base. Like, from the, the very beginning, you could yeah. see that that's where she's on. Yeah, and so, you know, I mean, shit, that's, that's what Dude was on. Because the thing is this, you haven't known him for years. You've known him for what? Th- did he even know him for months? maybe maybe that that and, and but but it, it he laid it on so thick because there there's a, a part where that particular one the one for that that uh got got for 250 um he hits her with oh let's move in together and and so she's elated because it's 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 all going the yeah. way that that she wants it to right and so he hits her with uh, I'm gonna be out of town for a while, but I want you to start looking for for apartments. The budget, check, dig this shit. The budget, the budget is fifteen thousand a month. That's the, that's the the budget. So she's going looking at all these like lavish ass apartments and sending him pictures and FaceTiming him and all that. But but again, it's all part of like the scheme, you know? Because now you got her thinking, oh yeah. well. He could afford a place that's like fifteen grand a month, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he really he was mind fucking him. Really, that's crazy. Let's move in. And I'm wondering, like, what, <laughs> like, when he sent that, like, would he was he like laughing about that shit? Was he getting a kick out of it? Oh yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like thinking about it, obviously it's fucked up for her because she lost or them because they lost a lot of money, but. Like thinking about that shit, I was like, man, I, I I would think like, man, I don't know. You don't think that this is a little too good to be true, or? <laughs> I mean, like, I would think first off, like even if, like, let's say the shoe like was on the other foot and I was in the like the situation but it was reversed like it was a guy and some like rich woman or or whatever the case yeah i mean i don't know if i would think it was too good to be true but for me the buck would stop with the loans i'm like well i just can't do that yeah because like i got my shit together like the most that i would probably do like if somebody was in danger it would be like a one-time thing of like okay well you know, you need some money, like because yeah. if at this point it's like somebody you care about or a loved one or whatever, you're gonna want to help them. But this idea that I'm gonna take out loan after loan after loan, hell no. Nah. In fact, I probably wouldn't even take out one loan. I would probably help them with what I could, like in terms of cash on hand. Yeah, and that's it. Like my boy, like until you get your situ- your situation si- settled down and, yeah. and situated. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be traveling. Oh, but I need to because it's for business and this and that. Well, I mean that's not really like my that's that's not my problem. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in your tax bracket. But I cannot do that because Fuck out of because here. also the thing is too, and I and I think that comes from like when you have your own financial identity. It's like I look at things. I look at things 
And, and you know how they always say, well, uh, treat people the way that you want to be treated. Well, also, sometimes you need to look at the way this person is treating you. Would you ever treat them like that? And, and, and a lot of times I look at like the way that I maneuver my financial situation and the way that I operate. And I, and I would tell myself in that situation, well, if I was in your shoes, like I would not be like hounding somebody to take out loans. I would figure yeah. out what I can to get out of it. But obviously he's, it's all a game. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's not how he's going to operate. But, um, but nah, so. But that's critical thinking you're, you're, yeah, you're asking of. Yeah, but of that's, but that's also the, the, the logic versus the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and you have to. You have to be able to weigh those things, but this particular chick, she was so caught up in the emotion of it, the the dream, the dream of well, I want this to be true. Like I want, I want him to be this rich guy that I'm gonna live with yeah. forever, and 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 we're gonna have this beautiful uh, uh, apartment that's fifteen thousand dollars a month. Bitch, you ate that shit up. Yeah, no. you ate it up, and you ate it so much that you were willing to like throw $250,000 his way before and, and the fact that you let it get that far because it wasn't like she went and took a 50,000 $250,000 loan out yeah no she went and took loan after loan after loan after loan after loan yeah so you had time to contemplate in between you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah it, 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 and and after that first one, yeah. and you weren't reimbursed, you should be like, well, yeah, I can't. It, like, who would keep lending money to a motherfucker and they haven't paid you back yet? Yeah, yeah. That and also, like you said, well, but the thing is, he did a, 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 a obviously a phenomenal job at, at like covering every corner and making sure everything is set in terms of the story being believable. That not only that, but like saying, oh. I'm really into you. Also, I want to move in with you because at that point, you're like covering the emotional side. Mm -hmm. Then you're covering the emotional side on like, wow, look, this is like oh, the way uh, I've always wanted to live. But also the logical side, which is well, shit. Let me bag this motherfucker because I'll be living good. What's a couple loans? So like, I gotta think bigger. Like that's yeah. probably what the women were thinking. Like I gotta think big because like. Well, all these loans are gonna go away once yeah. once dude gets his, his situation better, and it's like, well, he covered it from a, a, a kind of a the logical standpoint too. If you think about what would a woman logically do if they had like that type of guy, like almost wrapped around, like, oh, I got him, I got him, yeah, he's into me, we're good. So logically, they're gonna want to like be like, all right, well. Uh, let me take out these fifty thousand dollars. There's another fifty thousand. Let me take another hundred thousand. What's that to a motherfucker who could pay a fifteen thousand dollar mortgage a month? You know? Yeah. And uh, so he he sauced it up very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's what's wild is that money that she was throwing his way, he was using it and parting with like some Russian model. <laughs> wow yeah he he was he was partying with some russian model and then that's where the second chick that got got because she was like their friend like she was like she hung out with them yeah but she says and it's funny because like rich cooper talks about this and obviously the documentary on 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 woke netflix is not gonna like go go in depth about that part she says that they never like did anything. <laughs> it's like your face said it all, and that was Rich Cooper's thing. Yeah. He was like, "So you're you're gonna like send all this money to a dude that you haven't done nothing with, man? Would you knock it off?" But he technically wasn't with her. It was the model she was with. Yeah. But that's another thing. He her ego was probably so boosted with the idea that. He was willing to mess with her either in the midst of messing with this Russian model or yeah. right after her. And it's like she clearly doesn't look as good as the model. But yeah. she's like, oh, well, he's going to, you know, like she probably got hyped off of that. Yeah. So 
he he worked it, man. He worked it. It's that, that shit's pretty pretty wild. And then now apparently at the end of the the documentary, I guess they reach out to see if he wanted to like comment or like do an interview or whatever. Yeah. He threatens that he's gonna sue or or whatever, um, because uh, he leaves like a voice message. That that the whole documentary is littered with these voice messages from him, like from like that the women were able to save or whatever. Yeah. And then it ends with the voice message that I guess he gave the Netflix producers talking about, oh, I'm gonna give my lawyer, this is slander and yeah. and this and that or whatever. And apparently he's out of jail and he lives in Israel and he has some model girlfriend again, and he's doing it real big, it seems like. So, <laughs> on their dime. Like, who knows? Who knows what this motherfucker is up to these days? But it's just, it was interesting. Yeah. And I thought that there's a lot of people that see it one way. Um, but I just thought that we were able to, like, kind of break down the intricacies of it in a, in a little bit deeper, more philosophical way. And, and, and it speaks to, the dynamics in society when it comes to men and women and relationships and stuff. Yeah, I mean, because like on a moral scope, I would look at him the way I look at a gold digger. You know, I guess to you, you know, I I I would never be that type of person. But why is it that we always talk about double standards? But when the guy does it, all of a sudden, oh, he's an asshole. Well, but at the same time, what I would say is like. There's a there is a double standard, and I rock with the double standard because the double standard comes from nature. Like the double standard is, like, like the the one women always complain about the double standard of like, oh, if man sleeps with a lot of women, he's a a a, a player, but uh, if a woman does it, she's a hoe. Yeah. Well, that double standard was created by nature. Nature yeah. created that double standard. That's a. That's just something that's yeah. like inherit in men. That's not like a social construct, no social construct or anything. And in fact, women's chastity used to be back in the day the only way men could know if the child was their child. Yeah. You know, by women not like being with all these different dudes is like, well, this woman is only with me, so yeah, yeah. that guarantees that that's my child. I agree with you. It speaks to all of that. Yeah. So, on the reverse, on the reverse, with this, what I will say is like doing that type of shit. It's not. It's like like you said. There's a double standard. Like when when it comes to gold diggers, but the the problem is, it's like it's not a man doing it. It's not man shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like well. You you need to like lie and do all of this shit to like get some money, but like just like build your own shit, like yeah, like yeah. be a be a man type shit. Versus with women, there's a line between like a woman being supported by a man, I would say, and and like a gold digger. Yeah, you know. But it's just funny though because. This is like so highlighted, and everybody is talking about it. But meanwhile, like you have women that are like stay-at-home wives that like have everything bought for them, and the bill that's ran up at the end after buying a house and cars and amenities and groceries and bills and everything yeah. is probably way more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Nobody's making a documentary about that. Yeah, and not to mention the the mental state that you leave a man in like too like a lot of people they think oh wow this woman ran or not a lot of people but like the way you're saying it this woman ran up the tab but is she really there for you how's sex how's the sex life how's how's the how's the dynamic and then when you start seeing that a lot of that shit is subpar at like in in some cases the motherfucker don't get sex yeah in some cases it's nag, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch when he's yeah. home. In some cases, the dude can't even, like, w- w- get a beer and watch the game in peace without a, it being a fucking nagging bitch fest. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, it's like, it's like you have the tab is run up on top of the fact that, like, the home <laughs> life is awful. Yeah. 
So that, at that point, I don't know. needs to make a documentary about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the what swindler? <laughs> the marriage swindler. Yeah, so it's like, well, you know, it, it, it's good to think about that shit too. Like, I think that people could watch that show and, and think of it to be interesting, but you, you made a valid point. We're looking at it from the perspective of, man, this is not shit that doesn't happen every day. Yeah. Like, this does happen every day. We just really don't look at it that way. The only difference is, is like, in one case, it's like a swindle because this guy, like, lied to get yeah. what, what, he, what he wanted. But in other cases, it may not be necessarily a lie, but it's still manipulation in a way because you're doing this with the promise of, like, oh, well, life is going to be great and I'm going to... I'm gonna uh, 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 give give a nice home and oh, for instance, uh, um, I was watching. Uh, I uh, I uh, was reading about this the twin the Tinder swindler a little bit on on Reddit. Yeah, and the the there was a guy that he was posting these text messages because I guess like he's a like a well off guy or whatever. Yeah, and he was posting these text messages. From a girl that pretty much like wanted him to buy her a house. Like, I guess they were in some sort of a relationship. I don't know how serious it was. But you could tell the guy never intended on like buying the house or anything like that. He was just, he was just like trying to see like how far this chick is going to dig. Because there's a lot of guys that are smart and like it's a game of wits. And so they out with the women and they'll be like, all right. Let me see how far this chick is going to take it or whatever. Yeah. So on that Reddit post, the the chick, uh, uh, the the guy, he said something like, not to the chick, but in in the in the header, it was like something along the lines of, "This is not like this. This may not be a Tinder swindle, but this is um, <laughs> definitely manipulation. How long do you think this is going? This would last?" And so the girl in the thing. He's like, uh, the guy says, uh, she's like, he's like, what do you want from me? And she's like, I want you to buy me a house. And he's like, what are you willing to do for that house? And she's like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make the home smell beautiful and it's going to be clean for you all the time. I'm going to make you the most delicious meals all the time. I'll pack you a lunch every single day and I'll wake you up every morning uh, sucking you off. That's like what she says. And then the and, and the guy the guy the guy was like yeah how long do you think that will last and then people in the, in the comment section they were like I give it three months at best and like <laughs> all type of shit like that but but it's true yeah. it's like so in a way that that would be a swindle because a lot of guys yeah. buy into the idea of that type of shit and then before you know it oh I'm tired oh this or the 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 meals get a lot more lackluster if they if they're even still there like yeah. nah like that's so like I said Netflix should do a documentary about that because <laughs> I think I think that's just as bad as a swindle from the makers of the Tinder swindler <laughs> right they'll never make anything hell like that. nah like Rich Cooper said the only reason that got made was because it happened to women yeah that's the only reason yeah um. But yeah, moving on to the next uh, segment. I sent you an article the other day from Mother Jones, which for people that don't know, Mother Jones is a very, very, very left media outlet. Um, I mean, just pretty much a communist outlet, you could call it. And they had this article that I was reading, and I found it very interesting because the tone of that particular article struck me as very scared about what's taking place before the midterm elections. And as we know, all around the nation, we're getting a lot of legislation being passed that is in place to secure the election. Yeah. Um, which I think after this last election, the last presidential election, the uh, 2020, who would not want that? 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who would not want that? But apparently they're upset about that. So uh, the name of the 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 title of the article is called "The Coming Coup," and the subtitle is "The Insurrectionists Failed to Topple a Fair Election." That's the word they use, fair. But Republican legislators are succeeding at seizing control of how and if votes are counted. And so then they go into a lot of the measures that the Republicans have have taken. Like, for instance, in Fulton County in Atlanta, they reduced the number of drop boxes for mail-in ballots. Well, there's a debate to be had if you want to have that debate. But the reality is this. The more methods you have for people to vote other than going in person and showing your ID, the more open you leave it for things to be cheated and 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 rigged and and faked and everything like that. Completely agree. And so they're upset this is just one of the things they're upset in in this particular article, but but they're upset about the idea that in Fulton County the number of drop boxes has been reduced from like 90 something to like 20 something and that's according to the law and yeah. like legislation that had been passed. Also apparently uh uh people were very mad about the fact that in a lot of places now you need an ID to vote which is like I don't know who would be it's ridiculous uh, upset about that. Um and the the tone that they take in this article is a tone of well uh if the republicans take the house through cheating pretty much so pretty much solidifying integrity in elections that to them is is cheating so making yeah. sure that that only people that legally are able to vote are yeah. voting is you're upset about that and then you could see that that's the narrative that they're going to take. And I could hear it already now. I could see Van Jones on the CNN panel uh, on on uh, election night 2022 after the midterm elections. And if it's a red wave, I you could hear it now how the Republicans stole this election. And that's all it is. That's yeah, all it yeah. is. Meanwhile, the other side... Oh, disregard them. It's a completely fair election. The big lie. They keep perpetuating the big lie, even though all the questionable shit has come from that end. But when it comes to, well, we're going to like lock shit down. We're going to make it fair. We're going to make sure that only the right people vote uh, or not the right people vote, but but the people that can legally vote vote. Yeah. Somehow that's stealing. And. What I got from this whole article is 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 fear, a lot of fear, and just preemptive crying for what they seem they know is going to happen. Yeah, and my question is, I guess for them it would be, well, how stupid are you? Because you win elections by, you know, running the country right, not by complaining. So what what happened with? With all these mass mandates, lockdowns, all this, uh, you need a vaccine. To, that's all leftist shit. Build back better. That's all leftist shit. Um, no solution from from Biden's administration, Buttigieg, when it came to the supply chain crisis. Nothing. Nothing's going on. Uh, inflation is up to wazoo. Uh, nobody's at work. The economy is not doing well in 2022. This is before the interest rate hikes in March, which is next month. The shelves are empty. The crime is rampant. What do you think is going to happen? And so now you're going to complain about elementary shit because it is elementary shit. There's less mailboxes for mail-in ballots because people should get off their ass and go vote so we don't need this this is not gonna super this is not the norm so take that shit off get people to vote if people really want to do mail-in ballots there is options obviously lesser than la- than the last election because the last election i mean pardon me for mentioning this but 
that shit was inefficient. Inefficient in many states. So uh, people were counting shit that should have already been counted. There should have been cutoff points. There weren't cutoff points, like cutoff dates. Some, there were ballots arriving after the election. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Like, the idea, like, what? In what world? That, that is literally the equivalent of, of the, the, the game is over, the clock is at zero, but you're letting one team continue to shoot shoot the ball that's it's that's it while the other Stop. team is on the bench yeah. like yeah. what what is this <laughs> yeah and so no this like the country's gonna start like especially the red states are gonna start to get smart and be like wow these people really duped us last election and they really used COVID 19 as the 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 way to do it and so there's going to be viruses after this, after the, the, the great virus that happened. There's going to be more viruses. There's going to be more things. So, no, like, we're not going to play this game because now all we need from, from people is to, oh, wow, new virus right before elections. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah, just mail in. Just, no, 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 bitch. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. You got, you got it done once. Touche. But now the laws are in place to, to end all that BS. Because, again, I mean, did we not see inefficiency? Like, how, how do we not What's know? What's crazy is that yeah. they don't even question that shit. They yeah. don't even think about it or look at it. Meanwhile, they want their argument to be taken serious. That's like, like, like <laughs> if you walked out of the uh, of of like the office in which we find out who the hell the president is right and your shit's like lined up fucking organized when people see that they'll be like, wow this this makes me feel good about this this election but that's not what happened what happened is the guy that's like a slob and everything is everywhere there's a fucking leaky pipe there's like water coming out of the the ceiling uh, cereal bowl under the bed, fucking dirty ba- socks. Ballots all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> said, no, no, we're good. We're good here. We're good. Here. Biden won. <laughs> it's like, oh, that makes me feel good. That guy, that guy looks like a stand-up guy. He yeah. looks like he has it together. So no, naturally we're gonna fix this stuff. A- an ID? They're upset about. You're that. mad about an ID? Like, <laughs> that's racist. Like you're mad about an ID, but meanwhile. You want to demonize people that are mad that at 3 a.m. in the morning, thousands of votes come in for and they're all for one person. Like, yeah. come on. It's crazy. And so another thing that the article mentions, and, and I didn't know this, but it makes me feel pretty good, is apparently Steve Bannon, which, as we know, is a great strategist has been working diligently on what he says I and uh, apparently he said this on his uh his podcast he said that he wants the right to take over the voting apparatus and like I guess like that's been the strategy and if you notice <coughs> it seems to have the the left very upset even yeah. so much to the the the, the point where Biden comes up with a policy with this voting rights policy that ends up like it, it doesn't it doesn't go through. But it was like it seems like part of the the cultivation of that was the 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 act that particular act yeah. would be to counter what a lot of these legislations are doing around the nation. Yeah. And that's good. And that's good because uh, again that that last shit show of an election, there has to be some stuff, or most stuff fixed and cleaned up, and that that's not, and that's not even like a a a, 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 a it shouldn't be a right wing talking point really. It should be like an all wing talking point, left right. Everyone should be in agreement that we should be as efficient and a well oiled machine when it comes to like voting like, i don't understand why that's i because I, I think the the left knows that in order for them to keep operating the way they're operating yeah. which benefits them but doesn't benefit anybody else 
Well, it really only benefits the politicians. It doesn't even benefit the people that vote for the left. Yeah. Because they're all fucked up right now uh, when it comes to this inflation shit. Um, but in order for them to keep operating the way that they're operating, they need this to be inefficient because you could kind of... Yeah. You have a lot more leeway to ensure that you stay in power Yeah. versus... Well, now we actually have to like yeah. think and, and strategize and how do we fix things? But they're morons and they don't know how to fix things. Remember, we were talking about how the way that Trump was operating and the way that things were going in the country, the what comes after Trump on the left has to be like a very Clinton-esque type of politician. Yeah. Well, we never saw that because they didn't need to do that because it's like, in fact, they got more radical because, yeah. well, like we're still winning and, I, and I'm and i using air quotations when I say winning. We're still winning, so yeah. we don't have to like change our strategy. But if we have a free and fair election with integrity, they will have to change because yeah. the sentiment... The sentiment is shown. The sentiment is on display already. They're on some Tinder swindlers. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. So it's just funny that Mother Jones is putting out this article now because it's like the the left they're starting to prepare their narrative. They're setting the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, shit. You know. I, I've given Trump a lot of flack and Republicans a lot of flack for not for the last election, but to like never in our life have we seen because and, and in our lifetime, we've seen the swine flu. We've seen the first version of uh, uh, well, I mean, SARS didn't really reach the U.S. like that. We had the Ebola stuff, swine flu. There was another one. Swine flu. I mean, I know I'm missing a certain flu. And never were the measures taken to the extremes yeah. as they were with with uh, with uh, the Ronsky. And it was because, well, shit. I think if you look at if you look at it at the point where Biden was gonna run against Trump, like there was literally no question Trump was going to demolish this man. So from that point, it was like, oh man. We really have to like shake this shit up. Like we need to switch shit up drastically. Yeah. And like it took literally shutdowns, mass mandates, fucking the stock market going. Like it took like an unprecedented amount of stuff to to go and against even, Trump. And even with all of that, you ask yourself, would he? Would he have lost if not for this mail-in shit? Yeah. Because even with all of that that you just mentioned, what we do know, they say that Biden got 81 million votes. Yeah. But what we do know is that Trump got almost 75 million. Yeah. That we do know. They weren't helping manufacture, and there weren't any votes manufactured for the other side. Yeah, there wasn't no no mass uh, uh, mail-in dumps in the middle of the night, or all of these once-in-a-lifetime anomalies that took place. Uh, yeah, um, uh, on election night for Trump, and he still managed to get the most votes of any Republican in history. So. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. Yes, it does. So stop complaining. Or stop stop setting the stage for you to cry because this red wave is coming. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming fast. But eventually, like, if things work out the way that they should, and in terms of, like, the integrity for an election, and a red wave does come... Well, the time for crying is over. Like you, you really now gotta strategize. You know, like what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do for the people? You know, can they strategize? You know, that's yeah, the, that's the thing. Because because we've been saying that from the time Trump won. Like you would think that you changed, but you didn't. 
Instead, you just got more corrupt and, like, egotistical and willing to do whatever it takes to 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 stay with whatever you believe and cheat your way to to well I mean you can even cheat your way into because in into into the uh, a successful presidency you could really just cheat your way into oh we're here but we can't get any legislation passed which goes to show that we're not doing anything about yeah. the issues that that everyday Americans are facing yeah and so um it's almost as if they really, really, really badly wanted to be like this election. We're turning into China, <laughs> yeah. and then when when legislation happened and when when like the 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 what or or the lack of except or uh, passing through legislation happened, they're like fuck, it's not that easy because this is a republic. Must be nice that this is a republic in which people have to survive and 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 run their co- or their country their state a certain way to be able to thrive even with with a presidency that kind of makes it hard for you yeah well we will see but speaking of china you just mentioned um in the next segment we're going to cover this is going to be a quick final segment um bill maher recently on his show he covered all of these celebrities that have bent the knee to China. He brought up John Cena with the Fast and Furious movie that apparently apparently John Cena in the last Fast and Furious movie referred to Taiwan as a country, which China hates that. Yeah. Like they China wants you to refer to Taiwan not as its own country but as yeah. as part of China. Yeah. Um and then what's crazy and I didn't know this. I knew about the John, John Cena shit where and then John Cena even goes on to apologize in Chinese in their language. And and uh and it, it's funny cuz Bill Maher he he brings that up how like you know John Cena's like all buff and swole. Yeah. You're like a manly man, but like you're over here bending the knee to China. But you're getting fisted by China. Like, oh, no lube. And yeah. then and then obviously we all know like fucking LeBron, how he he fucking bends the knee to China. Uh he has all this stuff to say here about Black Lives Matter and all of that. But then when they when they ask him about sweatshops and, and all that type of shit in China, he always uh pivots and and and, yeah. and takes the conversation in another direction and i didn't know this and i thought i i at least wanted to believe tom cruise was more ballsy than this but apparently in top gun the the jacket that tom cruise wears yeah. in on the back of the jacket around the neck area you have four flags and they're all flags of Asian countries that are our allies. So you got Japan on there, you got Taiwan, you got um, uh, South Korea. There, you know, you, a bunch of ally countries uh, yeah. on 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 that jacket. But apparently, in the new Top Gun movie, the Taiwan flag was removed. Oh, and, and then he's like, and it's funny because uh, uh, in uh, 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 Bill Maher, he says. He's like, yeah, and it's and he's like, it's ironic because in Top Gun, Tom Cruise is known as a maverick, and and I thought he was, but <laughs> damn, yeah, but but it's like, it, but it's all it's all because of money because apparently out of the global box office, China represents like thirty percent of the global box office. So yeah, that's why these Avenger movies they get changed up. Certain stuff that the Chinese government doesn't like, and to me that's a big no-no as a director. No, I'm not changing it. Well, that's what I like about Tarantino. Tarantino, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, he covered that pretty uh, well in depth uh, on uh, the episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, where he talks about how China didn't like uh, the portrayal of Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he never cared. Yeah, I I don't give a damn. Like. Uh, this is what I wanted to do. 
either play it, either don't. And I, make my and own I like the sentiment <clears throat> of, well, like, yeah, don't show my movie then. That's fine. What was the dude's name? Uh, something Ma. He was a billionaire, Chinese billionaire. Jack Ma. Jack Ma. Nowhere to be heard from. Where where dude go? He started becoming a little too powerful for the. You know, that's the thing. Like, you're good until you're not with the Chinese government. Like, you're good, and then if you become a little too big or a little too opinionated, all right, time to remove yourself. Because where has he been? Yeah. What happened? Like so. So to me, it's like no amount of money is worth you not really being free. First of all, because like. And you have to have like some integrity, like you're, who you are should should be in like part of what you're worth. And then also like th- to me, you get into the the realm of greed. Like Fast and Furious shit movies, I can't stand those fucking movies. So every other box office in the world is like is not enough because people consume that garbage; they love yeah. it. So so. The integrity of the art is not enough. Now, granted, I see for John Cena, you're kind of in a in a rough position because like you're transitioning to film, yeah. which I was just praising the show Peacemaker. I think that show has been it was amazing. It's one yeah. of the best series that I've seen in a long time. So he's having what I would call a successful transition into film. Yeah. So I guess at the time of that Fast and Furious movie, it's like, damn, well, I gotta kind of, I, I, I'm in survival mode yeah. for my my career, but that's the problem. That that's the problem with with all of this stuff is that is like, if you're not your own boss, yeah, truly your own boss, and really it, it, it defeats the age old argument that capitalism is the. The philosophy, like the economic philosophy, that exploits greed. Because here we have China, and China really exploits greed. Like, yeah. So yeah, greed is is gonna happen. As long as there's humans in this world, greed will be a thing. You can't tag that to capitalism, especially when communist China is literally exploiting greed. Right. As we see, in in in, in all these companies and all these apologies like these these american film companies they don't give a fuck it's, oh well they you know what 30 percent of the market and, and and i like the 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 creators that are willing to stand up against them like tarantino south park they've gotten at china a bunch of times on the show yeah never cared like dude to me, I, I think, I don't know if it's maybe because they come from, like, n- poor backgrounds and where they're like, I've already made so much money that, like, you can't, what are you going to do to me at this point? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's different, whereas, like, you get, like, a lot of these studio heads and these these execs, it's like, oh, no, you know, we got we to gotta play a certain way and everything, and the NBA the same way. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh... It's it's whack and it's bitch made in my opinion. Yeah, and 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 again, you know, you look at actually what you said, you know, how much money is worth, like a lot of these these uh like like for example LeBron James, you came from fucking Cleveland, bro. You had nothing. You're the biggest NBA star. What does it matter to you? To you really care that much about China? Like, I I don't. Sometimes it's just better not to say anything than to fucking side with those motherfuckers. Like, just yeah. shut the fuck up. If, if you really don't want to affect it, then shut the fuck up about it. But when you go out there and, you, and you're, like, friendly with that type of shit, that, to me, is is uh, the thing. And then you're the face of the NBA. So you do have some pull in, in saying, nah, fuck that. I'm not with that shit, you know? But... What, what like what what's gonna happen to you? What what is the NBA gonna do to you really? Yeah, you know, and they're not gonna do nothing because you're the biggest star. And it, it's really just at the end of the day selling out. Cause uh, in in that segment from Bill Maher, he covers this one Olympian chick. Uh, I guess, I think her last name is Goo. I don't know what sport she plays. Um, but apparently 
She's she's Chinese, but she was born and raised here in the United States. But she's playing for China. Like she defected to China because and since she's done that, apparently like she has like all these ads in China. Like I, I wanna say the figure was like she made like thirty five million dollars. God damn. So now like you go like you're you're a, a, a communist puppet now. Yeah. And then you get to come back and live like the lavish lifestyle of the <laughs> of the American way, but because you sold out, you know it's it's crazy. Yeah, and again, no amount of money is worth that. Like, nah, I, I think especially uh, when like you're making money here. Like, it's not like you're not making money. That's what's crazy to me. Yeah, and then you look at it's not like, like that's the only market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to me, it's like, uh, that's what makes me happy when you were mentioning, like, the Daily Wire making their own movies and stuff like that. You can have your own studio and do whatever it is you want to do. Again, I always I always think about this, like, Tyler Perry's production company. Like, I bet he's, like, the happiest person in the world because he owns his own. Like, he doesn't have to go party with anybody. He does whatever he wants. Yeah. Produces whatever he wants. Directs whatever he wants. Has all the equipment that he wants or needs, like, and so <laughs> I don't need to be invited. If I don't, if China don't like it, I don't care, you know. Or if I want to make a movie for China, I can make it. But but like at that point, it's my choice. Yeah. And so to me, like, you we have to look at some of these actors, actresses, directors, and 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 be like, well, you guys still are kind of employees if if you really are this scared. You know? Oh, they 100% are employees, yeah. Yeah, like like all this, we, we look up to, what, over-glorified employees then. Because, like, we, you're famous, okay, that's fine, that's decent. That doesn't give you the right of passage to being a leader, obviously. But yet you take on this leadership role, and then you, you fuck it up this bad. Because, like, John Cena have to apologize about whatever he it is that he saw about the Taiwan situation in Chinese... Is like, damn, you really want to keep this job. Yeah. You really need to, because... Don't fire me, boss. Yeah. Don't fire me. Yeah, because, oh, I got a show here, and I got a... Well, but, I, but I don't care. I don't like them, and I like Taiwan. And you're going to either do it my way or not. Like like when... when uh, um, Not John Travolta. Uh, Quentin Tarantino wanted John Travolta for Pulp Fiction. They're like, no, 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 we don't want him. He's like, listen, maybe we should talk about not making this movie because that's the person I want. I want John Travolta. I made the role for John Travolta. If you guys don't want that's fine, then maybe we shouldn't be making this movie together. Oh, yeah, they got John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm the director, and I want to make this movie, and this is the vision that I have. And I don't care who gets right. offended or what happens. Or, or maybe one of you talentless execs should get behind the camera yeah no you're not right yeah so shut the fuck up so have more balls like tarantino <laughs> yeah well that's our episode for this week thank you guys so much for listening the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening so keep on listening remember if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in please share the episode with them we're on all podcast platforms if you're listening to us on apple or spotify give us a five-star review helps us out a lot and if you want to help us stay independent Go to, any, go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.